So everyone we're about to meet today is just here for a checkup? That's right. Each of these patients has completed an AM program. We typically do checkups at the three-month, six-month, and one-year mark just to make sure that all of the tools they took away from their programs are still working for them. Got it. Wait, why don't we get new chairs? Are they new? What changed about them? Well, most of the fact that they're here. I think the last time I was in this area, we just had a couple of low, uncomfortable couches. Owen had these put in a couple weeks ago. Said the patients hated having to struggle off those couches. So did I, if I'm being honest. Always made me feel like I was being born. (laughs) (laughs) What a colorful description. She does have a gift. (laughs) What's this? Someone's feeling pretty good this morning. Guess I'm finally getting used to the job. I can tell. You don't normally get people whistling doodah if they're feeling bad about their performance. What's doodah? The song you're humming? Camp Town Ladies, something, something, doodah, doodah. Yeah, I had no idea there were words to this. Well, <laughs> that's embarrassing for you. Hey, any intake today? I think I've really honed my welcome speech. As a matter of fact, we have a couple people coming in today. Oh, and there's even a special treat in here for you. Treat? You'll see. I wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. Oh, here we go. Hey, I'm here to start my group sessions. Ira McGuire. Oh, I remember you, Ira. All done with solos, huh? Apparently you guys thought it was time for me to start socializing. Yay. Hey, I'm Jackson, patient relations. Let me show you to our group spaces. I don't really think I need a tip giving me the grand tour. I can handle this myself. Did he just... Surprise! (sighs) (sighs) No Ira? Give it time. The kid's quick, but he's not quicker than me. You're like me. I'm you, but stronger. (laughs) Don't worry though, commit to group sessions and you'll level up. Did you lock the doors before I could get to them? You want access to the spaces? You do the tour. Them's the rules. Look, trust me, man. We're gonna get along great. I doubt it, man. The only person I vibe with here is... Agent Green! Wait, (laughs) what? Surprise! Did I miss something? Are we having a sale? Everyone's just excited to see Agent Green. He's kind of a star around here. Agent Green? Agent Green? Yeah, everyone loves him. Agent Green, Agent Green. Yep, he's our most sought-after employee. Sorry, stop me if you've heard this before, but Agent Green? Agent Green? But you guys are really having a hard time wrapping your heads around this, huh? Stop, stop. All right. All right, how about this? I'll move some things around. Ira, you'll get your tour now. Catherine, Camilla, I'll meet you both for a debrief in 20. All right? I work with a lot of patients with unusual abilities, and this is the most atypical thing I've ever seen. From Luminary Media, you're listening to the AM Archives. This is episode four, Homecoming, by Octavia Bray.
future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Catherine, Camille, it's always good to see the two of you. You said good to meet us. Uh, for good to see you, you need to make a shape almost like a peace sign ah, with your hand. All like right, this? and then uh, tap the middle finger mm-hmm. right uh, below your eye and then point to us. Oh, how's this? Uh, almost perfect. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get you fluent in no time. <laughs> um, she means I uh, will get you fluent in three to five years. <laughs> uh, well, Camille, you can tell Catherine that even I know that's an optimistic assessment. Um, but you're doing your best, and that's what matters. Also, for the thousandth time, it's Cat, and you can call me Cam, Agent Green, just for the thousandth time also. <laughs> Who was the hottie in the lobby giving you the, uh, I'm gonna interpret that as hairy eyeball? Who wants to know? Um, both of us, obviously. If you're not going to make a move on her, can I? That's Cap asking, obviously. I don't think Dr. Bright would date a patient. Well, then how lucky for Cat that it won't be a problem for much longer. Mm. I take it the two of you are still having a hard time adjusting to your upcoming separation. How would you take it if your best friend decided to up and move to Paris without you? Is anyone going to interpret for the hearing person in the room? Oh! You're right. Sorry. What'd she say? That I can't stop interpreting for her whenever I'm angry. I can't put up walls for everyone. It's nice to see that those group sessions have really taken a hold with you two. Wow. Wow. Well, that is a rude gesture, you two. Mm. Fine. How is your control these days, Cam? Can you generate force fields at will, or still just when you're feeling threatened or overwhelmed? May I? I'm impressed. Well, I'm not. She's just upset because... I'm I'm telling him calm down is not that big a deal. She's saying it's a huge deal, but I disagree. Why don't you just tell me and then I'll give you my professional opinion. 
Okay. Um, the other day I put up a force field that Cat couldn't walk through. Oh. Well, that, that's a pretty big deal. I told you so. Hey, thanks a lot. It's not about picking sides. It's about acknowledging that this is a big leap, both in terms of your ability and in terms of what it means for your relationship with each other. I guess so. Was that the force field you just put up right now? No. I've only made the cat-proof force field once, and it was on accident. Hmm. And what were the circumstances of the accident? If you're not going to talk to me, there are other patients. We were having a fight. About how she is leaving. I see. High emotion can sometimes push the limits of what we previously thought possible. Yeah, and then she pushed me out. Hey, that is not fair. Camille? Cam? Hmm. Listen. I understand that it must be difficult for you to face the prospect of Kat's absence. How could you possibly understand? Were you bullied for being too weird or too fat or too emotional every day of your life? Did you find yourself with this freak ability to build force fields that only proved everyone that you were as weird as everyone always said you were? Cam? Did you finally make a best friend when you least expected it? All because she had the ability to walk through walls, including the ones that you erected around yourself? And then, did you learn how to sign so that the two of you could share a language? Just like you shared everything else? Only to have her announce that she's moving to a completely different continent after planning for months without even telling you. I didn't want to say anything until I knew for sure. But why are you going at all? Why are you leaving me? I'm sure Kat isn't leaving you for good. No offense, Agent Green. But she told you to be quiet and let her speak for herself. I got it. Carry on. I'm not leaving you, Stuart. Hey! Don't call me names when I'm sad. Oh, keep going. I'm not leaving you. I'm giving us some space to grow. You can text me, email me, FaceTime me, Skype me anytime, but we can't stay the same forever. You've grown so much stronger than when I first met you. You have so much to show, so much to share. Don't stop yourself from sharing it with the world. Beautiful words. I happen to agree with them. But I can be open with you here, Cam. I'm your safety blanket and you're mine. I need, I need to go and live my life without being afraid, and you should do the same. It's time you let those walls down, let people see the best in you, and trust that you will find the best in them.
What is it? What did I miss? Um, sorry, she said, now that we're done snotting all over the office, um, do you think Agent Green will give me that doctor's number? Oh, goodness. <laughs> she seriously has like one shock mind. <laughs> <laughs> just Agent Green? Agent Green? I know. I'm so used to thinking of him as enemy-turned-reluctant ally. It never occurred to me to think... Some people never saw him as their enemy at all. But especially atypicals. I mean, he's helped lock them up. He has to be convinced every time we suggest that atypicals require basic rights. And he's their favorite? Maybe it's just because they haven't met you yet. Or because they haven't met you yet? Sam, that was so cute of you to say with such a straight face. (laughs) Well, you're my favorite. Thank you, Sam. But seriously, what do we think it is that makes them love him so much? I mean, there was cheering. Indeed there was. Part of what drew me to Owen back before, well, everything, was how thoughtful he could be. And of course, he thoughtfully locked your brother away for a few years and just forgot to mention it. Yes, But before that, he was so good at listening to you. Like, really listening. And then thinking about something for hours or days after that. Like, once I mentioned that I didn't like the view from my apartment window. I I used to live in a place that looked out onto a brick wall. Hmm, sounds secluded. Any chance still available? Ha ha. Anyway, I'm... Telling Owen how much I hate this window and how I can't wait to move. And then two days later, I'm looking outside at this beautiful floral mural, exactly the size of my window. Oh, Oh, God, I can't believe I'm awing at Agent Green. He he painted you a mural? Oh, no, uh, Owen doesn't have an artistic bone in his body. But he found someone who could paint a mural and then supervise the whole process. It was the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. So, what, do we think Agent Green's just going around ordering murals for every typical in his care? No, of course not. But at his best, Owen takes in tons of information and then uses it to make people's lives better. Maybe that's what he's done here. Lord knows Wadsworth never had time to care about anyone's feelings. Hmm. So basically, she was the bad cop and he was the slightly less bad cop? The bad cop that would offer you coffee before they went to town on you? Or, and this is crazy, but hear me out here, he might have just been the good cop. Oh. It's just, I, I mean... I know. Agent Green? Agent Green? Our name stands for Atypical Monitoring. Full disclosure, I hate that. 
I want you to think of it more as atypical mentoring. We help guide you into becoming the best version of yourself, not just as an atypical, but as an entire person. That's why the AM is really here. We know that you have immense power to do good in the world. We want to help. Oh, Agent Green, care to join the tour? I'm just going to go check on Nicole. We're headed that way, if you want to tag along. That'd be nice. Thank you. Hey man, you okay? Of course. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. Please get out of my med bay. This isn't your med bay. Isn't it? Hey now. No need to point sharp objects at me. (laughs) You think she's intimidating with that huge syringe now? Imagine having her use it on you. I told you it would only pinch a little. It did not pinch, just a little. How are you feeling, Nicole? Good. A little buzzy, but I'm ready to get back to work. In two to three weeks. (sighs) Come on, Doc. Let me off for good behavior. Call me Doc again, and it will be five to six weeks. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Glad to see you're doing well, Nicole. Let me know if you need anything. Um, well, actually, Director Green, I just want to make sure that, you know, the atypical who hurt me isn't going to get into too much trouble. I'm sorry? I just think that, I mean, he was in Tier 5 for a really long time, right? Desperation makes people do things they'd regret. He hurt you, Nicole. He was willing to kill you. I think I might get a little bloodthirsty if I were in his situation. Look, all I'm saying is that I hope you take it easy on him, okay? Are you going to say anything, or are you just going to stare meaningfully? Thank you, Nicole. You've given me a lot to think about. Dr. Sharp? Owen, hi. Uh, Is something the matter? No. I've just come to tell you that you were right. My favorite words. Which thing specifically am I right about? It's time for the AM to see the best in atypicals, so that they can do their best in the world. Time for us to provide mentorship and lead the way in how atypicals are treated. What are you saying? I'm saying I'm on board. It's time for us to clear out Tier 5. He really said that. We're really starting the Tier 5 clear-out? That's right. Effective immediately, apparently, so I'm afraid our workload is about to get a lot heavier. That's fine. That's amazing. I'd work 80-hour weeks if it meant we could get atypicals out of there. And, And you... You're okay with all of this. I mean, when we talked the other day... I have to apologize for that, Sam. I still think that we need to be cautious, but I never meant to suggest... What happened with your parents was an accident, But I still qualify. By the standards of Tier 5 that this division has had, I qualify. 
my ability caused two deaths. And the only reason I didn't end up in the basement with the rest is because the AM never found out about it. I got lucky. You didn't mean to hurt your parents. I know that. And I've... Well, I'm not going to pretend I've made peace with it. We've all done things that will follow us the rest of our lives. But that doesn't mean any of us should be punished forever because of it. We need to give people a chance. I know. And we will. Right. Right. Um, I'm gonna start pulling patient files. Uh, do you have time to help? Of course. Uh, I just need a quick minute to wrap something up. Come in. You wanted to see me? Yes, I did. Please, Jackson, sit down. I wanted to talk to you about your speech. Look, I know I made some changes, no, but I, I... I thought it was excellent. Really? Yes. I, I think Sam will be very happy with the edits you've made. It's actually quite an aspirational introduction. What do you mean? Well... The AM has done a lot of harm in the past. But the way you talk about it in your introductory speech... The, well, see, it isn't quite who we are right now. But it's who we want to be. It's who I want to be. Sir? You are, of course, aware of the circumstances of Joan, Sam, and I being co-directors of the AM? Yeah, isn't it because you wanted more atypical leadership? Sam's in Atypical, and Jones worked closely with them, so... Right. They're the perfect people to help me see past my blind spots. And I can do the same for them. Well, it seems to be working out so far. So far. You'll see that nothing is ever really all good or all bad here. Nothing is easy. Nothing's black and white. Exactly. The situation with Sydney was one thing, and... Now this business with Alex... I actually wanted to talk to you about. Alex? Look, I don't think I've met him. No, you wouldn't have. Alex is a little... off the grid. <laughs> huh. He's a pyrokinetic patient with severe... well... anxiety, uh, for lack of a better term. Adrenaline-fueled panic might be more accurate. We keep him under constant sedation for his own protection. Constant sedation? I'm sorry, but that doesn't seem... Ethical? Yeah. Trust me, it is. It, it's what he told us he wanted, before his anxiety sent his abilities spiraling out of his own control. But that's exactly what I mean. We're looking for a way to help Alex. And when we do... How do we test the cure? How do we get consent? If we can't, for whatever reason, find a cure, how long do we keep Alex under sedation? A month? A year? A lifetime? Right. I'm starting to get what you mean about nothing being easy. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've allowed patients to be detained by the AM for indefinite amounts of time, and I knew it was wrong. I mean, when I found out that Mark was being held here, well, I should It's Joan's brother. He's not here anymore. I... Sh I shouldn't have said anything. 
It's not my story to tell. But I let it happen. And that's one of the many, many reasons why I know I need to do better. Damn. So, you knew that he would... Ah, right. I mean, that explains why things are so... You know. I've picked up on some tension. Yes. We're civil now, which is better than the alternative. And far worse than what I lost. This is all to say... I'm trying to make up for those mistakes. And I think you can be a great asset in that regard. I've given the order we'll be clearing out Tier 5, effective immediately. And that'll mean a little more work for you. Absolutely. No problem. I'm up to the task. I never had any doubt. But your speech gave me real confidence in you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, Joan knows about the Tier 5 clear-out? Yes. Right. Okay, well, um, see you later. What are you doing here? Why are all these cells empty? When we first got here, we moved all the tier fives into one hall. There used to be a lot more people here. Like Mark? What? <sighs> Green or Sam? Green. I mean... Alex got me wondering, but if it makes you feel any better, he didn't mean to. He never means to. Look, I'm... I'm really sorry. It was a long time ago at this point. Or at least, it feels like a long time ago. So much has happened. How long was he here? Five years? They experimented on him, made him do things. It was torture. And I did nothing. I had no idea where he was, and the entire time he was right below my feet, going through the worst things that you can imagine. All the while, Wadsworth and Green, the two people closest to me, But now he's out, he's safe, and everything is fine. So what are you doing down here? You know, I've never been inside any of these cells. We talked to the tier fives through glass. 
but Mark spent years inside and I just, I want to know. I need to face it. But I just can't bring myself to go inside. Sometimes I'll come here to look and just will myself to cross the threshold, but I never have. Yep. Can I say something? Go right ahead. John, trying to feel your brother's pain won't take away what he went through. I know that. Do you? Because... And no offense, you're looking like a martyr, standing outside this room trying to torture yourself. I'm not torturing myself. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Fine. I'm torturing myself. A little. It's just, it's just not fair. I was living a life, making friends, doing my job, all the while. He was in here, suffering. Not because of anything you he, did. I should have known. I should have- Joan! <laughs> Joan, you are stronger than you think. You are strong enough to stop hiding behind your guilt and face this head on. How do you got this, Joan? You, you're, you're smart. You're compassionate. You're... If anyone can go into that room and shut everything it stands for down, it's you. Thank you, Jackson. You... Will you stay? Just for a minute while, while I go inside? I'll stay as long as you like. by Luminary Media and is a production of Atypical Artists. The series is written by Lauren Shippen, Octavia Bray, and Caitlin Schneiderhan. This episode was written by Octavia Bray. In it, you heard the voices of Julia Morizawa as Dr. Bright, Ian McEwen as Agent Green, Lauren Shippen as Sam, Bryce Charles as Mags, Dion Earl as Jackson, Diana Inosanto as Dr. Sharp, Amanda McDonough as Cam, Raquel McPeak as Kat, and Tyler Lofton as Ira. This episode was directed by Lauren Shippen and sound designed by Misha Stanton. Original score by Evan Cunningham. The AM Archives is produced by Lauren Shippen, Jordan Cope, Brigham Snow, and Evan Cunningham. Thank you for listening, and stay strange. <laughs>